Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome in, everybody, uh, to another episode of Believe in Tennessee Football. I'm your host, as always, Tyler Kerbison. Uh, this is back-to-back recordings, as you can tell by the same outfit that I have on and Reed. Uh, what's great is Reed is with me here in Nashville, so we get a good amount of banter going back and forth. We're talking about... Texas and Oklahoma trying to come over the SEC, what that means for the SEC, what that means for college football, what that means for Tennessee, and everything in between. Uh, we also break down a little camp schedule, what that actually looks like as a player, what you have to go through in camp, the mental and physical aspect of it. Uh, it's not something that you want to go through, honestly. And... Uh, Finish with a little bit of questions. Uh, just a great podcast overall. So uh, let's jump into it. By the game. Snap. The kick is in the air, and the kick this time is no, sir, Reed. No, sir, Reed. Final score Tennessee 20, Florida 17. Pandemonium reigns. Loads up, fires long for the end zone. The pass is going to be caught on Tennessee. Tennessee wins! by Tennessee to one Jennings. Jennings makes the catch in the end zone on the Hail Mary. The 35 to the 40, to the 45, to the 50, to the 45, to the 40, to the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. What did he do? All he did was score. Joey Pitt, touchdown on play number one. All right, so before we jump into the podcast, got to shout out our presenting sponsor, as always, betonline.ag. You know it, I've said it, every podcast, it's the place to go for any of your betting on any sport, anything out there. They got all the news, the stats, the odds that you were looking for. Heck, they got stuff on gold medal uh, things that are going on in the Olympics, um, baseball that's in full swing, golf, everything. So if... You know, you're looking to bet on anything. That's the place to go. So uh, you you know, sign up online or use your mobile device and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Uh, so that's BetOnline.ag. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to BetOnline.ag today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, welcome in everybody. As you can tell, we're wearing the exact same outfits as last week uh, because we're hard workers and we record two in one night. Yeah. There was just so much stuff that happened this past week with SEC Media Day, with all of the news coming out about teams joining the SEC. We had to split it into two, okay? Yes. We almost thought about switching outfits just to make it a little different. Yeah, we, do, we don't know if everyone else would appreciate it, but it's hilarious <laughs> if you wear exactly what I'm wearing, I wear exactly what you're wearing, and we switch sides and we just act like it's a totally different night. Yeah, yeah. No, so we were gonna we were going to we rotate. Sometimes we do during the week, sometimes we do weekends, and we were going to do last Thursday because yes. I was going to be out of town this past weekend, and your rooms were taken. Rooms were taken. So, so I was like, I'm going to be in Nashville for work anyways. I was like, I'll just come do it with you. Or you mentioned that because you're like, I've been wanting to do that. Us yes. together. Let's do it. So it worked out good. Yeah, it worked but out good. But since we're here, we're going to just go ahead and we're do back it. Backloading a little bit. Yeah. But don't be mad. Okay? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. We're still going to be very entertaining. Yes. It might be two weeks old information, but it's still going to be entertaining. Yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be like, the SEC has 40 teams now. What are you guys talking about? So it's it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. 
So um, that's what we're getting into, though. And yes. I know, and I'm gonna let you run off on this because I know you've been very excited to talk about it. So OU in Texas. Matter of fact, if we had recorded last week, we, it wouldn't. It would yeah. It would just been rumors, and now it sounds like it's definitely going to be a done deal. And it looks like it's going to happen in 2022 or three. Correct. It's when they can officially buy out. Yes. Their Big Twelve and not contract till, or whatever. Not wait till 2025. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, Wait, just, hold on real quick though. Okay, okay. <laughs> before, before you get going, it was cracking me up. I was listening to it and they're like, well, they're going to have to pay like $75 million to break their thing. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> $75 million? Not, not Texas and OU having to come up with $75 million. <laughs> not the team who has their own network. Yeah. <laughs> $75 mil. But anyways. So. The booster's like, I fart that. Yeah, and exactly. I literally shit that out in my toilet yeah. if you want that. Yeah, just just come on. It's it's out it's out there. You can get it. Yeah, no, it's it's good. Yeah. Uh, I just want to start off by doing this. Horns down. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, get over yourself. Yeah. That is not an insult. It is part of the game. It's just good college fun. It's Seriously. like when it's like when we when yeah. we hit the Gator Chomp. It's like when Pierce Price was doing hey, it. Yeah, get like it's. It's part of the game. It's yeah. being petty. It's what people enjoy about the game. Yeah. It's it's the Titans and the Ravens stomping on their logos. Yeah, like, I got like, pissed about that. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> but it's part of the game. It's what's what yeah. what makes it enjoyable. Like I loved Rashawn Golden flipping off the Alabama fans incredible. when he got a pick six. Incredible, like, incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's a penalty, but yeah. it was incredible. And we were getting killed anyways. Like, what do I care? It does look classless. But then again, like at that age, we're younger. Like, yeah, you weren't on the team anymore. It was a year uh, after. after yeah. yeah, we were getting killed, and I was just like, Rashawn Golden, I loved him at UT. I was like, I thought he was such a good Great. player. And I, player. and I was like, at first I was like, why'd you do that? And I was like, who cares, bro? Just like tell them how we're, we're losing all, by thirty. Like, tell them how we're cares? all. Tell them how we're all feeling. That's all, exactly how every single yeah. UT player, and coach, f- fan. Uh, Utility staff, yeah. a training staff, fan, just suck, felt. Just suck one. <laughs> just suck one, man. Yeah. Like, you freaking, I hate you so much. Oh, yeah. So it was, it was perfect. And, 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 like, to take that away, a horns down, it's Wait, like. Wait, so we're, are they saying that they can't do that? They're saying they're going to penalize you for doing that. Oh, It's going to officially be a penalty. Because it's um, taunting, I bet. And so you can't taunt, I guess, is what it is. But it, well, they would probably flag if a UT guy drilled, like say if we had a safety come up and just absolutely decleat somebody and stood over him and do that, they would they would penalize that too. Yes, perhaps. But, but, but you'll still see horns down, like at the end of games, like if some. If, but but it, it's happened before where we scored versus Florida and one of our players. Oh yeah, John Kelly did it. it was that, that, sick. Yeah. And there's nothing. There's no problem because it's yeah. it's really just clapping. In a, in a certain way, and but there's no do, problem. Yeah, and he didn't do it towards another player. No, he did yeah. it towards the fans because yeah. that's the thing that that's the thing that like annoys you know Correct. that that's Correct. who you're trying to get annoyed is the fans. Correct. So Correct. sorry, we just had someone walk in. I was gonna have to freaking knock them out. <laughs> it happens sometimes because yeah. this is a uh, public space. I just choose to use it. <laughs> but they don't want the smoke. No, definitely not. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, we'll we'll see. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, here's my thing: the first game where it's decided on the last play. Why not? That, yeah, you're, it, they're going to penalize you after the game's over. Well, that's what I was saying. Shit, overtime. When you're or walking off, last when you're play? walking off, you can do it if you want. All you, day long. Yeah, yeah. All day long. Okay, go ahead. Before I jump into all this, so how, how do you feel about them coming to the SEC? How do you feel like it affects Tennessee, the SEC, OU, Texas, all of it? Listen, it, hey, I. I'm on the fence a little bit because I'm like, hey, good luck. This is like literally the toughest conference out there. It's y'all are gonna bust all. Like it's not. It's no joke. I think that more now than I did before. But there, there was the years when Texas A&M and, and Missouri got here where it was like, Missouri's in the SEC championship. You know what I mean? Texas A&M is beating Alabama. With Johnny Manziel. Like they just got here, yet they're having this success. I see Oklahoma doing that, but not Texas. I think Texas is in the same boat as Tennessee is in the SEC, as Michigan is in the Big Ten. It's like, what have you done for me lately? Like you're you're such a good like overall historic program, but you're you've fallen off. You're trying to get back, and 
it will be so much easier in the Big 12 than it will be in the SEC for Texas. I mean, it's like so much easier. Now, here's the, here's an interesting part too. What does that do for resumes of these teams? If Texas and OU are in the SEC, we got to split it up a totally different way. They're talking about Bama coming over the East, and I'm like, oh jeez. Hey, honestly, we have to it play them every matter, year anyway, it so it doesn't matter for it, us. It doesn't matter, but still, I'm so sick of that garbage. Like, I'm so sick. I wish we didn't have to play Bama every year. It's so stupid. Like, I'm done with the rivalry until Saban retires and we can bring it back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to play him while Saban's there. It's so uh, stupid. It's just it's it's tough. Yeah. It's tough scheduling. But, you know, if they come over and then it's like, okay, who are you going to put in the college football playoffs? Are you going to put Clemson in the top four seeds when you have four one-loss teams in the SEC? Yeah, but won't by the time they're here, if it's 2000 or 2022 or 2023, won't we have We'll have an expansion, yeah. but Clemson and Ohio State might not get a number four spot again. In top four oh, again, they might like literally might not get in the top four again because you could have two teams on the east, two teams on the west with one loss, and like two at one of each plays each other in SEC championship. So you have four SEC, you have four SEC schools. One has two losses because they lost the SEC championship. The other have one loss or zero losses the SEC championship winner, and those could be the, the top four spots easily because it's like Ohio State. Who the hell have you played? Guess who Oklahoma played who has one loss? They played Georgia, they played Florida, they played LSU, they played Bama, and Bama and LSU both have one loss. How how do you feel like it's going to affect UT, the real UT? Exactly, the real UT. Well, I mean... I mean, our school was founded before before the state of Texas. I really don't know. I... I I hope it expands our recruiting. Now, people are saying it would expand Texas and Oklahoma's recruiting. They're already trying to get guys in the South, but we're, like, no one is reaching into Texas. Like, a lot of these Southeastern schools don't have the capacity to reach into Texas and get guys out because Texas and Texas A&M and Oklahoma and... TCU and Baylor, they have a hold on. There's so many schools right there that have a hold on Texas. And it is tough. Now, we'll get a few guys that come to the SEC. I'm not going to say that, but now it opens up and it's like, well, you come. We're going to play Texas. You can see, like, your family can see that game easily. Yeah. You're going to have to come out anyways for SEC school. Like, that's, that's where the dynamic is. It might give us. A little, like SEC schools be able to dive into Texas because that was always so closed off. Like Texas wasn't even reaching out to guys in you know the northern states or in the south southern states because they had Texas. So and they could go out to California if they wanted to. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. So I've thought about this a lot. At first, my knee jerk reaction was like, "You guys are idiots! Like you should stay in the big Big Twelve or Big Ten or whatever it is." Um. What is it, the Big 12? It's but Big they, 12. Well, but they have 10 teams. Well, yeah, they have 10 teams, and now the Big 10 has 11, I think. Oh, what or I said, Big 10? Yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was thinking about my points. But, yeah, Big 12, I get it. There's a Big 10. But So, yeah, stay in the Big 12. Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Like, every year, oh, you both have a chance. If you just beat the other one, you're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Now, Oklahoma hasn't done anything when they've been in the playoffs. No. So, I don't know how moving to the SEC would help their chances in the playoffs. Because I – the thing is about when we talk about recruiting, I mean, these each year these schools only bring in 23 to 25 guys. Yeah. So it's like they're probably still going to be able to handpick a lot of the people they want. Yes. Um, I do think it will probably help them to be able to say, you're going to come play in the SEC, the best conference. And, and the thing about the SEC being the best conference is, and I know people can argue, well, you guys say that you're the best conference because – you guys win national championships, but really it's just Alabama every year. It's like, yeah, I get that, but I'm talking about the NFL draft. Every year for the past, like, five years, ten years, eight years, whatever it really is, like, all the most players come from SEC schools. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that, like, even, like, the random, like, 
defensive players that come from like Mississippi State or like Missouri or you know like a South Carolina like when those schools are even down a little bit yeah you know I remember I remember because obviously I'm a huge Titans fan like Jeff, when Jeffrey Simmons came from Mississippi State and that year they had him I think they had Jonathan Abram they had Willie Gay Jr. I think yeah. like they had all these good players yeah that's actually when Bob Shoup was there the defense coordinator had a pretty good year but it's like even those guys like that, like guys coming out of Kentucky, Dude, Bud Dupree. Yeah, Kentucky's like, had what? a lot. Of, Kentucky's had a couple guys highly, pretty highly drafted this year. Yeah, and so it's like I look at the NFL draft, and so I do think it's going to help. I honestly feel like it's almost going to be kind of a wash because it's like now the money. Obviously, that's why this is happening yes. because money rules everything, and those guys want a part of the of the TV deal. Yeah, for the SEC, so that's fine. So they're going to have more money to not only booster up the football team and those facilities and the coaching salaries and all that more, they are going to be able to put that money, because we all know, like, the football teams make all the money for the universities yes. and, and provide for those other sports. Yeah, exactly. other, For the other uh, the sports. the reason the other sports can survive. Correct. So all, any university is going to be looking to make any more money they can because it puts more money in, you know, the president's pockets. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, being Greg Sankey, has to be incredible. I don't know how his salary is based, but incredible. if it's but if it's anything like some sort of a profit share or whatever, which I'm guessing it is, like the better money, the better TV deals the SEC signs for, he makes more money. Whatever, the guy is going to be pulling in bukus of money. Yes. So that's who I'd really want to be in all this. But no, like I think Oklahoma's like they're going to come here. It's obviously going to be harder competition. But then it does expand their recruiting because it's like, hey, you can now come play in the SEC. Yes. Compared to playing the Big 12, one Big 12 championship, have Lincoln Riley kind of spin it, oh, we're Big 12 champs, this is a good conference, and then show up and get beat by 30 in the playoff. You know, so it's like you're still going to have to come and win. And now for Texas, they're going to have so much money, but, like, they've always had so much money. And like I said, I have a really good buddy who's a massive Texas fan, like a diehard Texas fan. He's locked into it and, like, lives and breathes. Did you uh, talk to him about this? Every possession. We've talked a little bit about it, and I haven't really gotten his full. Like, he he's not about it. Like, he's not excited for it. No. He wants to rather stay in the Big 12 because he gets it. He's like, you know, we kind of haven't made the Big 12. Like, I don't want to have to deal with that. You're going to get, I mean, you're gonna get beat up right. in the SEC. Correct. And it's like, and here's the thing that ultimately really doesn't matter. Nothing's gonna change in the SEC until Saban's gone. It just it just is what it is. Yeah. Like as long as Saban's there, it's his conference. And so yep. when he leaves, that's when Oklahoma it's can be maybe very exciting. Yeah, it is gonna be very exciting. But that's when maybe Oklahoma takes over. Maybe maybe if Texas Texas is like they can be good when they just get the right guy because yeah. they have all the other resources. And I think that's probably why it is so frustrating as a Texas fan because money's not an issue, resources aren't an issue. Uh, uh, Talent is not an issue. They can get any pretty much anybody they want. So it's like someone just has to put it together. Yeah. But like I've watched a lot of their games because of because of my buddy, and it's like every time I watch them, I'm just like not impressed by anything. Like they're in a dog fight with, you know, Kansas State. Yeah. You know what I mean? And losing games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so I, I think yeah, I don't. I think it's gonna be kind of tough for them. And like I said, they're gonna get more money and they can recruit to the SEC now. But then again, like the competition is more. So I think it's just kind of a wash. Yeah. Now, how it affects Tennessee. I think it just kind of sucks. I mean, I mean, Oklahoma's really good. Yeah, and, I mean, it's and more I think, competition. Yeah, it's more competition for us. And like I said, nothing's really going to change until Saban's gone. And it's like, hopefully at that time, hopefully we still have Heupel because that means he's doing well. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and then when Heupel's gone, I think it's – I mean, when, when Saban's gone, I think it's going to be really fun to watch because then you'll have, you know, Lincoln Riley if he's still there. You know, you'll have a Dan Mullen. You'll have a Kirby Smart. You'll have um, – uh, Lane. Yeah, if Lane's still around. And so you'll have – it's kind of like this. It's kind of like, you know, everyone knows Bama's here. And some of these teams are coming up. Yeah. And sometimes they do beat them. But I feel like when Saban's gone and everything's back to here, it's like every year could kind of be uh, – It could be anybody. It, correct. Anybody. I would not be surprised if Georgia does it one year, if Alabama – I mean, if uh, Auburn does it one year, yeah. if – if uh, Missouri somehow has come, like I wouldn't be surprised. Like I just feel like it'd be really fun to watch. Literally, the only teams I would be surprised is Bandy, Bandy, maybe South Carolina. 
in Kentucky. I don't know, man. I, I mean, mean, I know Stoops they've had their, done, ten, I know they've had their like, 10 well. win seasons, but I just like, like in my head, memory of Kentucky, it's like they're never going to. I know. I know. They're never going to get the SEC championship. I know. Like, I have know. they ever been? I'm sure they have, like, way actually, back actually, when. Actually, I don't think they have. But, like, it, it's, like, it, it's like incomprehensible or to maybe, think that blue and white is going to be up there. Maybe, That's not Florida. Maybe I heard maybe I heard a stat that I think the only team that hasn't been to SEC Championship I think is Ole Miss, which is kind of awesome because I don't like Ole Miss. <laughs> my spending my time in Memphis – or, in, yeah, living in Memphis. Yeah, like, paying, oh, paying oh, all those recruits and oh, they didn't oh, get anything Ole Miss is just pretty tough, yeah. T-U-F-F tough. But, um, but yeah, I, I just – I don't know. This this college football landscape has just really changed, you know, with NIL. And that hasn't changed as much as I thought it would be. It, yeah. It's kind of like almost worked out in a good way. Because well, it's, 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 it's very kinda, individualized. Yeah, it's, yeah, and it's worked out in a good way. Like, the Bama quarterback, like, the Bama quarterback, like, that's They said great, he made, like, a million dollars. I know, I know. And he's never even played. So, it's kind of like, it's kind of good, though, because it's like – that's probably who should be making the money anyways. It's like, hey, that's a good recruiting pitch for Bama because they're like, yo, you might not even be good. You might lose your spot halfway through the year, but you're going to make bank before you get in. You're going to have a great opportunity yeah. because the brand's so big. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, with NIL and and then um, whatever's about to happen with these conferences and the expanded playoffs, like, I'm fine with all the changes. Like, it, you know, after it all changes and then you get three or four years, like, hell, we're not even going to remember what it was like before anyways. That's how no, life and, is. And it's, like I said, so individualized. It's like you have to put in work to get yourself out there, to yes. to sell yourself to you're, everyone. You're like, not, you have to do it. Like, right. the teams are not going to you have to play. bump your social media. Like, yeah. you have to play. You have to reach out. You have to put in effort. Like, that's why when people are famous off of like YouTube or Instagram or something like that, it's like making content. They have to continuously make, make content and do that stuff. It's like, yeah, Jake Paul and Logan Paul might be douchebags, but they are putting out, they are putting work in to be pop, like to be in the limelight. Yeah, I was talking about. I was literally just talking about this yesterday with with my girlfriend, and we were like. She's always like, hey, it would just be so awesome to kind of have that lifestyle. I'm like, I mean, yeah, I guess. But I was like, these people put in work. Like, it's it, you put in work to make content. And, like, if I go on a vacation and it's like I want to be a travel blogger and, like, oh, I'm here this week and this is what I'm doing. It's like I don't even know if I get to even live in the moment and enjoy the relationship. There's no time off uh, of your phone. Right. There's no time. And I and I, I hate being on my phone. Like, I, I, I say it all the time on here. The only reason I'm on Twitter really is because of this podcast. Yeah. If not, like, like that's, I don't have Facebook. I don't have Instagram. Like, I don't want that stuff. I don't want it to be a part of my life. Like, I just don't feel like I need that. I don't want to always just be here on my phone. It's like, that's what I told her. I'm like, I would... Like, it would be exhausting going to places. Yes. Because instead of enjoying it, I'd have to be, like, taking a picture, worrying about what we're going to talk about or blog about or do a recording. If it doesn't good, do another recording. Like, yeah, it's probably a good problem to have, you know. But, like, like you said, like, these players are going to have to produce on the field or they're going to have to be putting out content and they're going to have to be doing different stuff. And ultimately, in college football, you're going to have to be a good player or somehow become a fan favorite by not being a player or, like – Maybe like playing a little, being bit. like funny or Correct. being very attractive. Correct. Like that's, yes. That's yes. the only other avenue yeah. that you have. If you're not good. Yeah. If yes. you're not a good player, like, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, but it's just, I mean, it'll be wild. It'll be wild to see like that Texas and OU are in the SEC, but like, you know, whatever. It like I, I still just don't want to overreact to it because in in a way, like it's still Bama's conference and. When Saban's gone, we'll see what the landscape of it looks like then. Because I think yeah. he's still, unfortunately, I think he's still going to be around a while, and and then we'll just we'll see what happens. But like, just because Texas gets more money, like great, they already have more money than they need. They they got to get a good coach in. One thing that I'm thinking about, just like as we're talking, is like I said, having multiple SEC teams in the playoffs and mm-hmm. having those top four spots. I was excited for the expansion so that the UCFs. The the FIU's the just random teams Boise State when they the had their Boise years. State yeah BYU that, that, or that, yeah. you know Cincinnati Coastal, Cincy yes, yeah that yes, goes undefeated yeah. it can get that seven or eight spot and then like compete with it like it does scare me that if they're coming in they'll overload the SEC and then it's like you get four teams from the SEC 
Ohio State, Clemson, Notre Dame, and you have one spot left. Yeah, yeah. Or or not even. They put in Michigan or well, Penn but, State but don't, or something don't, like but that. But don't, don't let that bother you anyways because even if Oklahoma and Texas are still in the Big 12, they're still going to take up two spots anyways. Well, they wouldn't. I don't I, – I, you see I would, what I'm saying? Yes. So instead of instead but, of instead of four, instead of S, four, don't you think the SEC would give them a bump? Like because uh, you played in the uh, SEC and this is your record versus because you played the Big Twelve and this is your record? Uh, maybe not. I, I just think no. I, I I still think I don't know because I, I don't if know. they're in the SEC and you look at the Big Ten and you look at the ACC. I just think it Pac- takes. I, I just think I think Big Twelve. The Big Twelve went from literally having Oklahoma and maybe one other team get in a twelve teamer to now they're probably not going to have any, and now they're just going to be from the SEC. Yeah. So that's what I. I don't think it necessarily changes. I. I. My answer. My. My. What I'm trying to say is I don't think it's going to maybe hold out the quote unquote little guy. I just don't think so. I think it. I'm. I'm concerned that it will because it. Bumps the other good teams in the other conferences back a spot. Like the value of a two-loss team in this SEC versus an undefeated team in ACC or Big Ten. Okay, is almost the same because it's like so. We'll they say they had to so, go through this. So, SEC. so we're going to say Oklahoma has two losses, but Oklahoma State's undefeated, and you might think that like Oklahoma State wouldn't get an opportunity. Oklahoma State would be a six seed while Oklahoma's a five seed, and that makes it to where Coastal Carolina's ninth. Okay. And doesn't get in. Yeah. But if there are eight, but if they were a two loss team in the Big Twelve and Oklahoma State won the Big Twelve, they're not getting it. Like they're not getting in as a two loss team in, in the Big Twelve. I am fired up, man, for the for the for the playoffs. I know people are poo pooing and saying, "Well, it doesn't matter." I love it. I know. I wish it would go even further. I know. I know. Wait, twelve? Is that what it is? No, I like it's, twelve. It, I don't want to go more than that, but I like it because, and I know people are saying, "Well, it doesn't matter. It's still going to be the Final Four of Bama and Clemson and Ohio State and whoever else." Like, yeah, that that might be the case. But there might be one. But if there's one upset, and it might not be, it might not be that they win the championship. But they get they knock but, off but, one of those four seeds. But if they make, if they knock Ooh. off, but say say if Coastal Carolina does play uh, an Oklahoma, and Oklahoma's a four, well hell, we're, yeah, great. Bama added another championship, sweet. But guess what? We remembered about twenty twenty four. Coastal Carolina beat beat Oklahoma, and they were an eighteen point dog. It's it's the so fi- it's the Fiesta Bowl, Boise State versus Oklahoma. Exactly, like that's what you want to see. Yeah, matter that fact, game will go down in history always. Yeah. People always look back in the Statue of Liberty, yeah. the hook and ladder, yes. like it, like you remember that stuff. That was probably two thousand eight. Wasn't I it? think so. So I remember that game. I don't probably even remember maybe who even won the the national championship in 2008. No. But I remember that game. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying, like, don't poo-poo this because, like, there's still going to be some really awesome games that we remember forever. And that are going to be – they're going to be, like, life changers for some of these kids and program changers. Yes. You know, if, if Cincinnati gets in there and, you know, upsets a Georgia, you know, or whatever, I mean – which didn't they play last year? And it was a really good game. Well, yeah, and I, and also like you get a ring for making it further in the playoffs right now. Like you get a ring for making it to the semifinals, and then you get a ring for winning the national championship. Okay, I got it. So it's like they could. Cincinnati is like we won our conference, and we got a ring from the playoffs. Yeah. Like it, it like. That would mean a lot as a player. Yeah, agreed. Just being agreed. like, I got a quarterfinals ring, or I got a semifinal ring. Yeah, agreed. From from the playoffs, and the, probably a lot of these guys that maybe never played or didn't do anything in that, or maybe there's some people that do, but they're not thinking. They're like, oh, Bama's just gonna win another championship. Like, yeah, but like you said, it's gonna have something that those players have forever and remember that forever. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, now let's. I want to talk about because you were seeing this like twenty team SEC crap that's coming out that like apparently they had reached out to Florida State and Ohio State and some of those yeah, other I mean, teams. Well, that's the case. I hope now Tennessee just leaves. Now that just <laughs> that might just be a rumor completely. Yeah. But if it like if that were to ever happen, that's where it's like okay, so it's just the SEC and everyone else. Correct. Like. Correct. It's two. It's like FCS and 
what's the other one? FBS or, or whatever. Yeah, like it's one one A, one double. Yeah, like yeah. it's like two different things. It's not even it's not even the same, and it, it it's like almost to the point where SEC it's like, hey, bring on five more and tell the NCAA to go screw themselves and well, just do it yourself. Well, NCAA is going to have to go screw themselves anyways because it's just going to be. I mean, these guys that are just going to be in such power, position of power is going to be, if you're the commissioner of the SEC, the Big Ten. Could you imagine? I mean, Greg Sankey, if the SEC had 20 teams in it, how much power he would have over the NCAA? Well, yeah, he, would have, he, probably, he already now has more power probably than NCAA. The NCAA is about to be probably done with. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. We'll see if those other teams happen. But as a Tennessee fan, all I care about is how it affects Tennessee and – Right now, I just whatever we still got to get through Bama. So what the hell do I care about Oklahoma? And it's like I, Texas. I, I don't know. Like I like obviously Oklahoma is tough, but like I envision Texas difficulty of game as like Missouri. Yeah, but yeah, like or but, Mississippi State. Yeah, agreed. That's now, but in three years from now, if like I said, if. Texas ever hires the right person? If they take they off, they could be. They could be. They could be Bama, because like I said, they have the infrastructure. It just they all, do. It just all depends if they ever got the right coach. You know who I would. I mean, would be. And you know what they would probably do is hire from within the SEC a, a coordinator. Yeah, you know it'd be deadly. Well, they have freaking Steve Sarkeesian now. That, I mean, he was a I, freaking great coach. I think he's just. I think he could potentially be Tom Herman two point but I'm going to tell you who I would be terrified, and he's one of my favorite coaches of all time, is Chris Peterson. But if that guy ever came back and ever took over a Texas SEC team, I mean, that would be scary. <laughs> scary. I loved him. I know it maybe didn't work out at Washington like people expected, but like I just I have so much respect for that guy. Yeah, I think it, you had said that on a previous podcast, did I? too, that you I were loved talking him. about I loved, him, and I was like, it, who is that? Yeah. And you were just like, Bro, what he did at Washington, like the fact that he, and he was, was at uh, um, BYU beforehand. Yeah, I just love that guy. And and uh, but yeah, he 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 would be like one of those that could be like a sleeping giant type deal. Any any other further comments on this OU Texas stuff? No, I I, I think I've I think I've gotten it all out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I mean it's it's money they they want, but it you yeah, know everything it, everything's it, money, man. Yeah, and they want more it's money. World so rules. Yeah, and they want more money, so good for them. But like ultimately, like how much more money did Texas need anyway? So it's like they're still what they are. Yeah. So you know, I agree. Okay, one thing that you would send me is this preseason camp schedule. Yes. So and this just brings back absolute nightmares. Nightmares. So this this went viral on Twitter. I saw a few guys that. Uh, that I know that I played with, that uh, I coached while they were in high school, Brian Tucker, uh, put it out there and be like, yep, like this is it. If y'all really want to know what a schedule is like for a college football player in camp, here it is. So, once again, funny that we're talking about – I had no idea that you were sending me this or talking about this. So, I guess it was this past weekend or last Friday. It was a hot day in Knoxville. And I'm still, like, trying to lose a little bit of weight. And I put a hoodie – in. and, like, I can work out in hoodies and sweatpants and it's, like, 90 degrees out. And yeah. it doesn't bother me. Like, I like that because I'm not a big sweater anyway. So. Yeah. So, I put this hoodie on and ran outside. It was a hot day and – you know, ran a pretty good distance down and back in the neighborhood and then finished up with, like, five or six sprints. Just, like, wanted to get the heart pumping. And I came in, and my mom was like, I, like, I went in, and I was fine. Like, I didn't wasn't seeing stars. Mm-hmm. Like, wasn't thinking about anywhere close to throwing up. Like, I'm not pushing myself. Puss up. <laughs> I need some air. Like, some water. Give me some water. <laughs> but so I wasn't even close to that. But I was just went in there, and I was, like, laying on the ground and, like, talking to, to my mom and... She's like, you all right? Did you overdo it? And I'm like, no, I didn't overdo it. I was like, I'm not, I'm, I don't push myself like that anymore. <laughs> no. And I was like, but man, it just really got me thinking. I was like, it's just that time of year. You can just smell in the air. And I'm like, you can I'm, smell the heat. I'm like, I'm 30 years old. Like, can I imagine being like a 30 year old, like kind of oh. old, kind kind of old in the NFL, mm. and like just reporting to like my eighth or ninth, you know? And I'm just Bro, thinking, I'm like. Body. And I just I just think back to like being in high school at Catholic, and it was like the things that I always remember. We were it, like dead period was incredible. 
those two weeks of Dead Bear was incredible, but my goodness, the entire time in that the back week back. The entire time <laughs> in the back of your head you couldn't enjoy it because you're like that conditioning test on Monday, that is, first day back. It is gonna be horrendous. Horrendous. And that gives that gives anxiety like that people just don't understand. <laughs> no. Like if you didn't play it, you, you don't you don't know. And this isn't I'm just talking about in high school. Yeah. Like you just that is just a brutal and then like and I, I, I love Chris Long's podcast. Um Green or yeah, Greenlight Paw, and I always listen to it. And it's so funny because he always talks about it. Now he, you know, he played in the NFL for twelve years or whatever, so he's talking about it like I can't imagine getting ready for camp, Dude. you know, in the NFL. But like you had some time in the NFL. I played at, at Memphis for a year, and it was like camp, bro. It's just like it, it's honestly like that camp that I did at Memphis was probably still one of the hardest things I've ever done. It's the worst. Yeah, it is. It is and there's nothing to prepare you for it as no. as a freshman. That's nope. why so many people quit college football. You. As a freshman, every single person has to do this. They lay in their bed, yes, second or third day, and think, "Do I want to do that? Like, is this for me?" Or you think about injuring yourself. I'm not joking. <laughs> you, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not joking. Like, you literally think, "Is there a way I can fake an injury, or I can legitimately injure myself?" Yeah. And I thought I was going crazy just thinking that. I was like, "Bro." I would love a nice high, rank, high ankle roll. Give me three weeks out. Yeah, I mean it'd be incredible. Yeah. And I was like, nah, that's crazy talk. And then I remember going back, I remember going back to Catholic one time for a game, and then we were, I was talking to Coach Gasper, Scott Gasper, who is one of our coaches there, and he's the director of ops, I think, right now at West Virginia, and he played yeah. in college, and then over in Europe or Arena League or whatever. He'd he, been coaching for a while too. Yeah. He coached at. Uh, Hutchinson? No, it, I think oh, it was East, in Mississippi. East, yeah, East Community College, East Mississippi Community College. Yeah, yeah, he coached there, and I think he did some stuff at Indiana, too. Yeah, he was at Indiana, yeah. and now he's at West Virginia, but it was so funny because I saw him, and he was still a Catholic at that time, and he saw him, he was like, do you, you want to roll that ankle, didn't you? And I was like, wait, what? And he started laughing. I was like, wait, you see? He's like, hell yeah. And so it was like, it was so funny that other people think that, but like camp is just crazy. So anyways, you sent me this schedule. I'm going to read this schedule off. To people, like I said, some of you have maybe played, some of you do know it, maybe you don't know it. But you've heard it before. But in that August of that year, when I went to camp at Memphis, and used to, and I don't know how it was at Tennessee, it used to all those guys at Memphis under Tommy West were like, oh, well, we at least get Sundays completely off. Yeah. I'm like, bet. If I can make it to Sunday, we'll get, okay. dra- drag my butt out of bed, go to Mass, say my thanks, and go home and lay in bed all day or play Xbox all day or whatever, yeah. I can do it. No. no, no Tommy no. West is gone. Larry Porter's in. <laughs> and that boy worked us like dogs. And so, anyways, this says start time 6 a.m.? Hell no. At Memphis, that air horn was going off at 5 a.m. Yes. You know, so this says 6 a.m., wake up, dining hall opens. Okay, so go down there, get your breakfast. 6.30, mandatory breakfast. 7. So... St- there is a strength coach at breakfast checking if you came in. Correct. If you don't, yes. major trouble. Correct. You're in the pit during practice or you're doing extra running afterwards. Yes. You have to be there by 6.30. Correct. Correct. If you're there at 6.35, oh, too six, bad. 6.30 in One. 30 seconds, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, you're done. You're screwed. Yeah, you're done. And so, and that air horn goes off. Like, it's the worst because you just went to bed, bed at eleven thirty. Yeah, and you feel and you feel like you're sleeping good. Like you're just so out of it because, <laughs> because you're, you're so tired. You're so tired. so tired. And then everyone goes off, and you're like, "What?" The? <laughs> you're just like, "What?" And what then, is happening? Yeah, and then once you realize what it is, and like they're like. Let's go, let's go. I'm like, bro, the air horn was enough. Stop knocking on the door. And yeah. I'm like, of course, I'm saying that in my head to like our like 6'5", 270, who used to play like offensive line in the NFL. And I'm like, wanted to come out there swinging on him. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, wake up, wake up. And so anyway, 6 a.m. Also, know. if you don't wake up your roommate, you're in trouble. Yeah. yeah. If your roommate's late, you're in trouble. Correct, which is ugh, tough. It's tough. All right, so then where were we? 7 a.m., staff meeting. So seven fifteen treatment tape and dress. That was another thing. I don't know how it was at UT, at Memphis. You had to roll. You had to tape your ankles, or you had to use an ankle brace. Had to. And I hated that crap because it made. My, I did it for like honestly for like the first three days. I thought it was so swaggy. Yeah. I was like strutting in there, getting my ankles taped like I'm some like stud. And then after three days, I'm like, this sucks. It hurt. It's hurting my ankles. Yeah. So a lot of guys would fake tape their ankles. 
<laughs> and if they got caught, then they yeah. were in big time trouble. Obviously, they didn't care about me. That's like some fresh yes. freshman gonna be red shirt like well they really care about me so i just stopped doing it It was required for us to, yeah and by the time i got done i was i was taping everything yeah i was saving my thumb, I, I do think every it makes, knuckle. i do think it makes it worse though it, i had the knee braces i had the ankle tape i i, I had elbow braces i had everything like, don't you think it made your ankles worse taping them though like you might have had good ankles and then it just kind of makes them worse I never had like I never experienced like a lot of ankle rolls or anything like okay. that. Like I was always fine, and I think I naturally have flexible ankles. Like there has been times where I've rolled my like it's rolled underneath me, and I've been completely fine. fine. Yeah. So I think it's just like that because I remember my last year, every other offensive lineman had an ankle issue at one point during the year, and they were like, "What's going on? You're fine. What, what like?" This, anyway, it sounds bad, but I do like if I was a coach, I'd want all my fat boys, I'd want all my linemen to wear knee braces and ankle braces, just because yeah. you guys are the ones that are more likely to get rolled up on. Oh yeah, for so sure. so um, and and then I I don't have to worry about wearing them because I wasn't a big guy. Yeah. So like, and it might not have been fun for you guys. All right, so seven fifteen, like I said, treatment, tape, and dress. Then at seven forty five, team meeting, special teams meeting. Okay, so seven forty five is a team meeting. With Butch, we had to be there 15 minutes early. So that means you're in there. 15 at... minutes early? Yes. So what's the point? Every of a... team meeting. So what's the point of a schedule? No freaking idea, man. It's the dumbest shit ever. It's so dumb. I hate it, that. So and 15, be minute, the... and 15 minutes is dramatic. So long. It's, it's so, so dramatic. Long. Just say, if you do the Tom Coughlin. If you're on time, you're late. So just get there 30 seconds early, 45 seconds early, a, you know, a minute early. Not yeah. 15 minutes. That's so stupid, <laughs> Butch. That is so stupid. Like, 15 minutes? So you're telling me. It's probably going to piss off, like, everybody watching who just like just now realized this it's just being like butch is an idiot I do. people think already think he's an idiot yeah butch is an idiot yeah. like he actually was like he he really did I, we always joke about this with my buddies butch he climbed that mountain and he was literally right here he was so close he was so close to being good but, so when, but when that when he fell, it fell i mean here's the mountain that he was almost there when he fell he catapulted to the bottom. I mean, it was insane. It was worse than ever. Yeah, it was. But anyways, like, that's so stupid. So, I hope you guys didn't have a schedule that said team meeting 745, when really it meant 730. That's what it said. Yeah. It, the, the team meeting, whatever time it would be, you know, say it was, you know, during the season, team meetings at 230, everyone's in there at 215. That's stupid. So, in that schedule, did he st- 745. Did y'all sit around and just have to wait? Yes. So, so in that schedule, a seven forty-five team meeting means seven thirty. So that means you by the time we minutes. wake up, we have, you know, wake ups at six to seven thirty is eating breakfast, taping, putting on your uh, ankle braces, putting on your knee braces, putting on your pants, getting all your stuff out, yeah. like preparing for practice, taping your hands, taping your wrist, because you have to do all that stuff before meetings. Meetings, correct. Correct. Which takes a long time, yes. especially if you're wearing knee braces as an offensive lineman. It's rough. Correct. All right, so then team meetings at 745. You got position meetings from 8 to 9. Uh, transition, so if that's 15 minutes, go pee, get some waters, you know, whatever you need to do. Make it to the next room. Then you got special teams, pre-practice at 915. Walk through at 920. Flex at 930. Practice at 940 uh, till 1140. Yeah. So nice little two-hour practice. Yeah, post practice. So, so from so it is a two hour practice, as correct. I say, nine forty to eleven forty. Correct. But nine fifteen is the first time where it says special, special teams, teams out there. Practice. So really, you're practicing from nine fifteen until eleven forty. Correct, and that's if it ends eleven forty. Uh, yes, exactly. Okay, so then then you have post practice, which they have in parentheses about fifty minutes. So that's to go shower, unchain or undress, shower, change. Then you get mandatory lunch. Um, from twelve thirty. Which you have to check into. Yeah, and then now this is a nice little this is a nice little break. So from twelve thirty until two forty five, um, and then at two forty five you have lift and meet, um, and then at three forty five is lift and meet. So I'm assuming that's what we used to do where we'd have like often. So twelve thirty is when lunch starts. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So it's from twelve thirty to two forty five. You're eating lunch as fast as possible, so, so you, you can, can nap. Like, like, correct. So correct. you can go nap until two forty five. Correct. And there were some. I could not believe the people at Memphis that these guys, when lights were out at ten, and they were still like wanting to play FIFA, wanting to play two K, and then <laughs> no, the, and these idiots like during like every all I would do, and I've told I've said this before, the month of August in two thousand ten, I had no idea what was going on. 
outside of the walls of my dorm room, you don't. the meeting rooms, or, or football practice. Like, people don't understand. Like, we could have had... Like, uh, the President of the United States could have been assassinated. And I would not have known. No. I'm, not, I'm not joking. People think I'm joking. Like, something major could have happened in this world, and we would not have known it. And, no if, we, and if we had known it, it would have been, like, in passing. Yeah. And then you know what? We wouldn't even have time to care about it because we have to go to practice. Yeah. I mean, if people don't get, like, you were in it. Like, at night, I would literally, I would, I, would, I would take probably 12 minutes to talk on the phone. I think I've said this on here before. I take 12 minutes to talk on the phone. Call my mom. Talk to my mom and dad same time. You know, called one of them. Talk about them. Call my girlfriend at the time, maybe texted a few buddies, and I was out. Yeah. I mean, that was it. And that's for a month. We started October 4th, and then it went until, like, September 2nd or 3rd. Yes. It's insane. Okay, so back to this. So then, like Kyler said, you're going to eat, try to nap. Then you got to get over there for lift. And what they they have lift slash meet, and that's because probably half the team's lifting. Defense lifts, lifts, offense meets. Correct. Swap. 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 So then... And then after you do that, uh, you got special teams meeting at four fifty. Trans- you pray that you're not on special teams. Correct. So you don't have to be in that meeting. Correct. Then you have transition from five twenty to five thirty. Then you got walkthroughs from five thirty to six thirty. Mandatory dinner. You got an hour and a half for mandatory dinner. Then you're back at team meetings at eight. Position meetings at eight thirty. You guys are listening. To how many meetings you have? Correct. Correct. You have an hour and a half before practice. You have an hour and a half. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're, you have meetings all day except for... When you're lifting. Lifting, practice itself, yeah. or eating. <laughs> eating. That's it. That's the, rest, it. Of the rest of the day is meetings. Yeah. So from 5... From, well, for us, it was from 5 a.m. till 10 p.m. For this, for these people, it's 6, 6 a.m. To, to 10. So anyway, so yeah, team meeting, 8 o'clock, positions meeting, 8.30 snack 9 a.m. or 9 p.m. so you get a you get your snack you know we've talked about that on here before then there's a staff Meatball meeting subs, there's there's a staff meeting at 9 15 and then players are in their room at 10 lights out 10 30 yeah and you do this every single day for us for we did it 30 days correct did you all have an off day with Dooley or butch i don't no. There was never a day where it was completely off. Okay. Like, there might have been a day Team where building. we didn't practice, and we still met. And worked out. Or and whatever. worked out, and it wasn't a full day. And then maybe at the end of the day, instead of when a usual practice would be, it was a team building. Yeah. We went to the movie, went bowling. Yeah, we did bowling. Whatever, just something random like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we did bowling one time in Memphis. Man, I was so young and just so like weak minded and stuff too. Like we'd go on a, we'd go like I get I remember getting on a bus to go to like some bowling alley in Memphis. I'm like, I just wanna go to my aunt and uncle's house and I just wanna sit there and like talk to my uncle or like just go play Xbox. Like I don't wanna be around these same guys. I don't wanna bowl right now. It's just mentally it's the it dude. It's also just like I would you're matter- worn out mentally, physically. You're also like competing against all of these people all day and there definitely does like become this like unavoidable divide between offense and defense. Sure, absolutely. That you can't, like, help because you're trying to beat them every day during practice. Yeah. So it's like, you're the last person I want to see right now. Like, you just beat me in a one-on-one. Like, I don't want to, like... Yeah, hang out with you right now. I want right to now. hang out with you. Yeah, I would love to do it for, like, a week at this age. Like, I would have liked to have done it for a week at the age of... 28, 29, 30. Like, seriously, if I could just go to high just level. The, just because of your knowledge? Well, my knowledge and, like, yeah, I'm just more, way more mature, mentally tough, like, just like high school. I'm going to come, I'm going to do practice. Like, it's just like a, you know, it's like, I'm going to do it for, like, a week, bro. Don't worry about me. And just, like, just let me sit in on stuff. But one thing, and I know you're going to love this when I say this, but the, what people don't get is the trying to stay awake during meetings. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, for us... It was like we had our like Nike dry fits and like our shorts, or you'd be wearing like your Nike dry fit and then like your pants, like full pads. Yes. You don't have your pads on. And so you're sitting in a dark room, lights are off for the film, it's probably cold in there, and you're just like this. And for some reason, <laughs> yeah, me, 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 like me, me doing this, me doing this at that time felt like I had just climbed in a king bed. With like the best sheets in the world, I literally thought at, camp, at I was a little chilly, and all I have is a little dry fit, and I just do this, and it felt amazing. But why do this? 
when it just made me want to go. Yeah. Now for Bro, me, let me tell you something. Everybody does that. Like everyone. Every former player who might watch this will say, "Oh yeah." yeah. Like yeah, that is. yeah, absolutely. This is this is what you do. Like you just you're in here, and the funny thing is, like I told you, just mentioned, like I love working out now in sweat. Like today, I worked out in long pants, and I always do long pants and a long sleeve shirt or, or a hoodie and leggings. Like I love that. Like yeah. I want to sweat, and so it's like back then, I'm like, why didn't I just like wear a long sleeve shirt? And like, <laughs> I think it's swaggy anyways under the pads, but I don't know why I didn't do it. I would have loved to have had a hoodie on, but no, I'm in like some little baby dry fit, and I'm just like in there, just like. You know, free, freezing, like praying to get outside, but then you go outside and it's Memphis and it's the in, the the actual heat's one oh one. You're oh, it feels good for the first minute and a half. Yeah, like warming you up, yeah. and then it's like I just moved two steps and I'm sweating. Correct. And, and in Memphis, it was, you know, it was like we practiced at two thirty, and then in the middle of the day, so it was literally like yes, it's like the hottest. Yeah, it's like a hundred and three degrees, but yet the heat index is like a one eighteen. That was the worst part when. It, during the season with Butch, we had team meeting at two thirty. Practice started at four. Yeah, we were four is the hottest point of the day. Yeah, not noon where people are like, oh yeah, because there's no shade. Four is the hottest point of every day. See, we had meetings until like two thirty, and I think our practice started at two thirty. And then I think when season started, maybe it was like three. But yeah, you're just sitting in this cold, dark room. You're hearing the same coach going over and stuff. And especially if you're someone like me. Like, you're trying to learn and stuff, but then, like, when they're going over plays from practice, like... That you're not in? Yeah, it's like, it's like yeah, I practice, but it's like, when we get to my play, like, he's probably going to spend a legit 30 seconds, maybe 45 seconds of my play. He's probably going to watch it, be like, hey, Bake, this is what you need to do better. This is what you did okay. And he's going to move on. Like, I ain't, I ain't seen the field that year, like, so he's got to get to his other guy. So then I'm definitely disinterested. But I can't fall asleep because if I fall asleep... I mean, it's... When it, you put yourself like this right now, does it make you tired? No, I'm not tired. Just because of so many times No, I'm not tired. I'm not, like yeah, that? I'm not tired, but I can totally just like... Because <laughs> I can pretty much... I can pretty much sleep. sleep anywhere. I can pretty much sleep anywhere. Like, I'm... I'm it doesn't, I'm, doesn't matter. I'm good. But like, I like sleeping on the ground every once in a while. But like, just <laughs> being in those rooms... But just being in those rooms, bro, like, bringing back that, it's just like, people don't understand. Like, that's why I'm so happy I played. Like, I really, my goal was to play college. Experience. Yeah, my goal was to play college football. And I wanted to play it. And and I can say I did it. But it's just like, these things that I'll always remember forever, it's just like, bro. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine have done it for five years. And, and, and the funny thing is, we all dream. Like, we all dream. I still daydream sometimes about, like, making it the NFL and playing, like, how awesome that would have been. But that stress, that internal stress you feel like, not being late to the facility, not being late to meetings, you know, how the pressure that we put on ourselves to be good during practice, the eye in the sky, knowing it's always watching, like, those mental pressures. Bro, I've been working in a real job going on six years now. It's a fast-paced, real legit job. If you don't produce, you're, you're gone you know, but like, and there's some very stressful times in that job, and there's some very whatever while I'm worried about, like, Brian, it, it still never compared to any of that, like, it, it compared in a different way, because, yeah. like, this is real life, like, we have to work, pay our bills, like, yes. I don't have a family yet, so yeah. it's a little bit easier for me. Yeah. You know, I'm not worried about a family and kids and all this stuff, so I'm not very, I'm not, like, super tied into, like, where I have to have this money, um, but, like, man, those, those, and these guys, man... Like where you were at, where you were like grinding and trying to make a team, and like you, you just don't know if when you're getting a call, like it could be your last cut. I mean, it's it it it. it it's so stressful. And I mean, if, pro and sports, if, pro sports, and, and 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 pro football and stuff. It's just like it's to be the greatest job in the world, but it's just like it's something like you just can't even describe. I and bet. like I had an internal dilemma, like while I was doing it, like I had a back injury previously, and it never felt great. Like it ne it there are still days now where it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, man, it's it's hurting today. Yeah. Where I gotta like try and warm it up, try and do something to make it feel better. You know, other days are better. You know, I might have slept on it wrong. I mean, back then I was fifty pounds heavier. I'm pl- practicing every day. Like, yeah. It did not feel good. In no day did it feel good. And I'm just trying to get myself to where it felt good enough and. I could practice and be good and like, and that's something you're going through too. Like, 
I'm laying there stretching before practice like, oh my God, my back freaking hurts. But who? no one cares. No. Like, no one cares that, I, that I'm hurting right now. Like, I have to push through this and try and make this team. It, like, during practice, or I mean, during camp, like, those stretches, like, when you are when you finally get to lay on the ground and you're doing, like, the leg this way and yes. the leg this way, you literally close your eyes and you're sweating and you hear the you hear the insects and you hear people breathing. You hear the just, cicadas. And you just sit there for, like, two seconds. You know, like, this is the best part of my day. And you're still just... Like, it, you're it, so it, happy it's, practice is over. No, I'm talking about even before practice, and you just get like two minutes just to just to lay there. Just to lay there. You're like, this is literally the best part part of my day. I'm like, oh, just breathe, and then all of a sudden you hear the whistle, and it's just on to the next thing. Yeah, like you know what I mean. The next it, two it, and a half, half hours, hours are gonna yeah. be shit. It's just a grind. <laughs> just yeah. Horrible. So that was cool, man. I'm glad that you brought that up. I, I like that you sent me that that schedule. It that's I wanted to actually like break it down, and like let people understand, stand. like like it. So like, the mental aspect of it too is just so much. And, I think the mental might be worse than the worse than. The I think it is. Physical I think it is your your freshman year. Yeah. I think it's because there's nothing like you experienced in any football you played before that. Now, as you've been in college longer, you can like start to get used to it, and, and you, know like, oh, you know it. You mentally prepare it right. I know it's coming. Correct. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. Yeah, I definitely feel like I'd been better my next year if I was able to mentally prepare for it. Yes. You know, so. Um, okay, there's last thing before we jump off here. So we had some people who had uh, hit us up with some questions. I know one of the questions is is the exact same questions that people have asked me before. And so I love that uh, that they had sent it to me um, or had sent it to us. Um, but, like, and I – I guess I already know the answer, but I'll go ahead and ask it for for this uh, fan that asked. But like, we're all fascinated by the like hundred dollar handshakes and you know the McDonald's bags and what players and stuff like that. And yeah. I think they had the question of if you know of anybody, whether it was from Tennessee or during the recruiting process, because I know you didn't get offered anything. I asked no. you that already, yeah. and and I know that you would have told me if you had. Yes. So and I know you didn't get offered anything, which you were a big time recruit, but. They probably didn't feel like they necessarily maybe had to. Like you maybe weren't like a blue chip, blue chip, and also you. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Like at the time, I was part of a wealthier family. Went to a private, correct, high school. Correct. It was kind of like a. Like my family didn't want it. The like, my yeah. stepdad and and my mom was like, right. no, like we're okay, yeah. kind of thing. Or it's just like you don't need to pay us. Yeah, it, like so the question, the actual question was, what's the wildest thing y'all saw a booster or coach try to get away with regarding a recruit? So I don't, I don't know if you, I mean, yeah. So I don't think I ever physically saw something. Um, I mean, I heard stories of other guys that I played with that were recruits that would. Um, say like, yeah. When when I went to, I think it was like Alan Carson. He was my roommate at Tennessee. He was like, yeah. I went on a trip to. Uh, I feel like it was Ole Miss. He's like, yeah. I went on official to Ole Miss, and uh, you know we went out Friday night, all this stuff. I went back to my hotel room, and I opened my door, and there's two girls in there. So that's. So that's funny. That's funny you say that. And it was just like two girls right there, and he, I was like, so for real? He's like, he, hell yeah. Did he hook up with them? Heck yeah. He did? Yeah. Two at the, the same time? Two at the same time. the same thing. That's what we call a good old-fashioned threesome, boys. <laughs> said he had a blast. But I, that, like, that stuff is like, obviously this is and, illegal. And obviously you, and you believe this? And you believe him. There's no reason he would lie. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he was there's no, to... there's no reason he would say he would lie to me. I was his roommate all freshman year. Like, yeah, it, it, it already happened. He was a four he... star, three star, one of those. I, yeah. He wasn't like two star. Yeah, no. yeah, but he 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 was good. He wasn't great. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, what kind of girl do you have to be to do that though? Jeez, get a grip of yourself. I know, right? Just yeah. like, come on, man. I mean, and but like that. That happens all so over the place. So, and that's something where it's like, this isn't money. Right. Okay, this is sex. Yeah. But it's also like, I don't know what they give to the girls, but 
they could probably get girls to just do it for right, free, free because, because it's they're like jocks never ch- paper chasing exactly or, so it's like there's it's just like hey you can go over there do what it's you fu- want. it's funny you say this and that would have probably been somewhat around the same time but a uh, former NF or a former Alabama quarterback that I can't stand he's such a lame-o definitely a silver spooner he grew up very wealthy um He's on TV nowadays. Anyways, long anyways, long story short, Could I can probably guess. Yeah, people know who he is. He's a super super lame. Like you see him on TV and on SEC Network and ESPN, and like if y'all are fooled by thinking like, and let me say this, he might be mature now and a better guy now. When I was around him, dude was a super lame and a super fake. Like, were you around him with the Hubers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I was gonna say to to people on here was like I dated a girl. Um, in high school, and her brother played at Alabama, yeah. and so I would go down there to some of the games and stuff, and just be around some of these people. And the only reason, only reason I'm bringing this stuff up is because the Ole Miss thing. Yeah, because he was talking about when he went to Ole Miss, and he went to dinner or whatever. Then he went to a movie with a girl, and then when he went back, he blatantly said that he like hooked up with her. Yeah, you know, and and had sex with her. And so, and of course, like, he's a lame-o, bro. So, like, I don't know. I mean, I think he was a decent quarterback or whatever. I mean, a decent uh, recruit. recruit. Yeah. But, like, he could have also been the type of guy that's saying that to, s- to sound cool. Yeah, to sound cool. So, and so, I, like I said, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not worried about this getting back to the guy. Like, he's not going to watch this or listen to this or whatever. <laughs> no. and, if, and if he did, if he did, like, I He'll would deny care. deny it. No, who well, gives a crap? crap? And I would care yeah. less. And that's fine. He could deny it. I remember exactly where I was sitting Right when he said the story, and I have this recording. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just remember exactly where I was sitting. Right when he was saying it, and there was adults in the room, and I'm just like, "This is kind of awkward, bro." Like, like, oh, like, saying? yeah, like this is a, this is adults in the room. Like, people don't want to hear about you, like hitting Dang a girl, chick. literally like hitting a girl from behind. Like, is what he was talking about. Like, he went, he was just lame. But anyway, so. I mean, recruits and boosters, I mean, I guess the only thing that I would know is the story I've already told on the Big Orange Juice is where um, the guy from Pilot had paid for uh, Tobias Harris. Oh, yeah. I you saw, told that I, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, he paid 100000 for Tobias Harris, or he said that's what he said. So that's probably the wildest thing I've seen a booster try to do. Yeah, I remember hearing a rumor that – sorry about that. I had a little te- technical difficulties there. Um but yeah, the, the recruiting stories you said Tobias Harris, you've already done that one. I feel like I heard a rumor back in the day, like JP Prince, who was a basketball player yeah. for us, like accepted a hundred thousand dollars from somewhere else and then still came here. You heard that like, like while as you were, a rumor? You heard yeah. that while you were on campus? Yeah, as a like while I was on, on campus. So that was player. probably things of legend. Yeah, that was probably <laughs> things of legend where guys were like, Oh yeah, you literally like accepted that from Whatever school it was, and then still just came to Tennessee. That would probably be the most pissed I would be if I was like a booster or a higher 100%, up or or a coach, dude. and I was like, "All right, Kyler, I'll get you the twenty five grand, but like you got to come here." And you're like, "I'm here," and I give you twenty five grand, and that cash is checked, and you're in, you know, you're in blue and white. Is- yeah, you're in blue and white at Duke or something. <laughs> And I just have to be like, wow, that twenty five thousand dollars that pisses me off. But yeah. hey, it's 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 big time college football. So that was one of the questions that we had. Um, yeah, so I want to make sure to to ask that. Um, was there any others? So J P Prince, and then what was the other one that you just said? Oh, Alan Carson about the yeah. Is there any other ones that you can think of or remember? <sighs> Not really, because it was like, like don't talk about it. You know, yeah. like, like right, right. If I'm asking, like. I seem like a narc. Like, what are you, a cop? Like, what? <laughs> like why are you I'm asking? I'm not a narc. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, you're not a narc? That sounds exactly like something a narc would say, narc. Exactly. <laughs> like, why are you asking me that? Yeah. Like, don't ask me about that. Yeah. Which I love when when, when they hit me that, that question up, because that was something I'd already asked you before. Yes. Um, and then we've talked about what we think is the most important games of the year, which <laughs> it was, was a great conversation or a fun was, one to do. That was good. Um, and then they were, you know, everyone wants to just wants to know about in-state targets, stuff like that. Which we talked we've, about we've talked the last about one, and we keep yeah. talking about. We'll, I we'll, mean, we'll continue to talk about that for sure. Correct. Correct. Um, yeah. Um, but really, that's. I mean, that's pretty much all we all all we had on on that one. Um, I will say, talking about the camp schedule, we 
said it once. We're going to say it again. We're going to publish it a bunch. We're definitely going to another camp. Yeah. Or we're going to try to go to a practice day. Yes. And hopefully that'll be, I think, our biggest podcast to date was the one after our first one. Yeah, so this one, huge. And we're going to try to have a, I think, I can't remember if I said this off air to you or when we were on our recording the first pod, but I'm definitely going to go ahead and make our own Twitter handle and stuff like yeah. that for the for the podcast. So hopefully we can get some followers that way to try to brand the name before the season starts. Uh, maybe we can try to do some giveaways, do some different interactive stuff. And um, we're never going to be the ones that break any news unless Kyler finds out something or I randomly find out something and we might put it out there. But maybe. that's that, that's just not. That's yeah, not what we're searching for. Correct, so it's like, correct, correct, correct. It's probably not going to happen. We want to give you other stories. We want to be entertaining and, I guess, non-PC because we're not on the radio, so we don't have to. Yeah, this is a podcast. Yeah, exactly. We don't have to be like that we correct speak truthfully um yeah and i can't wait to go to that practice i we already talked about this off mic but want to record directly after practice and try and spend a day down there in knoxville and get our immediate reactions which would be great practice steal some more peanut butter and jellies <laughs> and gatorades go straight to my house literally eat them on camera Thanks, Heibel. Yeah, so leave practice, go straight to the house, and just record for two hours. Yes. You know, talk offense, defense, transfers. I mean, my gosh, we might might make three podcasts. (laughs) Easily. I mean, with all the guys that are there right now that weren't there before. Oh, it's huge. It's insane. Yeah. Um, So I'm very excited for that. That'll be be great. But uh, thank you for coming in. Love on me, big boy. I love it. I love that you came in. I love that we were able to get both of these podcasts in. Um, As always, like, subscribe, rate, let all your friends and family know, let everybody know what we got going on. Um, Get in those comment sections. It helps with the algorithm on YouTube, if you believe that. Uh, If you ever have comments or questions, uh, email believeintennesseefootball at gmail.com. Phone number, 865-322-9232. And uh, we can answer some of those. Uh, as always, we're presented by betonline.ag. So if you're betting on any sports or anything out there, go over. Um, yeah. And uh, follow us on social media. Uh, like Reed said, he's going to try and get a Twitter going for this podcast. Uh, but you can follow us individually at Kyler Kerbison, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And at rbacon26 on Twitter for Reed. So, uh, yeah, that's it. As always, go balls. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.